wanna be the best. I wanna be the best. Simple as playing. That's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. Drives me. Welcome back, everybody, to episode number three of Clutch Talk, the basketball podcast. I'm young, but uh, I'm not going to back down from anyone. Uh, I'm just going to play hard. And, uh, no, who knows? Dear Kobe. Dear Kobe. Dear Kobe. Dear Kobe. Dear Kobe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kobe Bean. Kobe, thank you, man. Dear Kobe. Thank you. Thank you for your passion, your commitment, and dedication to basketball. Thank you for showing us that number 24 isn't just a number on your jersey, but the amount of hours in the day that you have to devote to the game to be the best. Thank you for giving and giving and giving. Thank you for pushing through when your body says no, but your heart says yes. Thank you for the games that you refuse to lose and the ones you always seem destined to win. Thank you for your endless drive. For showing us that even on your worst day, there's nothing else to do but push harder. For showing us there's no such thing as magic, but only hard work. Thank you for playing the game the way it was meant to be played. Thank you for teaching us to believe in ourselves, even when nobody else did. For 20 years, you gave our game all you had and we are eternally grateful. Thank you for being you, competitor supreme. Thank you for loving the game of basketball. Congratulations, and uh, you know, we're going to keep chasing you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Copes, for everything you've done for the game. Everyone who you've inspired on and off the court, I know your life and your legacy has been an inspiration to thousands of people around the world. So this episode right here is to honor Kobe Bryant and his legacy and his life. With that being said, man, let's get straight into it. On today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and share with y'all, in my opinion, what I think is Kobe's top 10 greatest accomplishments in his career as a basketball player. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. So number 10, I have Kobe Bryant's two Olympic medals, Olympic gold medals, as a matter of fact, the 2008-2012, when he won those two years, that's insanely impressive to be able to go and represent your country and win at the highest level possible, so I have that at number 10. At number 9, I have Kobe 1997 Dunk Contest champion. I know that that dunk contest is highly criticized, saying it wasn't one of the greatest, and I agree, but nonetheless can't take away Kobe Bryant. One that year, uh, contestants that year were Ray Allen, Chris Carr, Michael Finland, Bob Serge, Darvin Ham, and Kobe, of course. And Kobe took that. Kobe took that one home. Uh, also showing that his game clearly isn't one dimensional. As as I go up the list and I get closer, to number one, we'll see that his game clearly isn't one dimensional. But as we knew, moving on to number eight, I have. Kobe Bryant used to have the NBA record for 12 threes in a game versus Supersonics on January 7, 2003. Now, Klay Thompson holds that record with 14. Again, this this just goes to show Kobe Bryant doesn't have a one-dimensional game. It's not just dunking. It's not just shooting. And as we go on through, as we go on through the list, I'll, I'll, there's more. There's more to show. Um, so moving on, moving on to my next one, number seven. I have Kobe Bryant's 2008 
NBA MVP of the regular season, which is his only one, but everyone that knows Kobe Bryant understands that he got robbed the 2006 season. He got robbed by the NBA and by Steve Nash. That year that that's the year that Steve Nash won it with 18 points per game on on 10 on 10.5 assists. He was on a he was on the Suns to, who fell in first place at in 2006 with a record of 54 and 28 and Kobe Bryant had way better numbers on the team slightly worse cuz Lakers ended up in third place that year. Lakers ended up with a record of 45 and 37, but let me tell y'all Kobe's stats in the 2005-2006 season. 35.3 points per game, 5 rebounds per game, and 4 assists. Kobe was eating, and for him to not get MVP that year? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, actually, I do know he got robbed. That's what happened. <laughs> Moving on to the list, number six, we got Kobe Bryant being fourth. On the all-time scoring list, congratulations to LeBron James. Just recently on Saturday, he passed him. So congratulations to LeBron. Hats off to you. I know you're going to do great things as well. Moving on to the next on the list, number five, Kobe Bryant's 12 all-defensive team selections. Again, proving how his game is so not one-dimensional. He has so many dimensions to his game and so many parts to his game and just so many ways he could kill you kill your team and just also so many ways he could help your team if he's on your team moving on to number four but let me tell y'all something let me give you guys a little bit of context before i really tell you guys number four so kobe bryant played 20 seasons in the nba the 2013 and 2014 season he only played six games and to the 2014 and 2015 season he only played 35 games so those two seasons don't really count so basically, he played 18 seasons in the NBA, correct? He's an 18-time All-Star. That's the second most behind Kareem. He's be- he basically, if you don't count those two years that he barely played any games, played six games in the 2013 and 35 in the 2014-15 season, if you don't count those two seasons, he basically made the All-Star team every single year. That's elite right there. That's like a level of greatness I feel like I don't know if we will see again in the NBA. I mean, besides your generational talents like LeBron, Kevin Durant, and others. Moving on to number three, we got Kobe's two finals MVPs in the 2009 season and the 2010 season. In 2009, that's when the Lakers played the Magic in the finals. Kobe averaged 32 points per game, seven assists, five rebounds, 1.4 steals, and 1.4 blocks. Was kind of doing it all on both ends. 2010, when the Lakers played the Celtics, Kobe averaged 28 points per game, eight rebounds per game, three assists, and 2.1 steals. Again, Kobe was on both ends doing it all. That was when I was that was when I was younger, but I do remember watching. I I couldn't appreciate the greatness being that young. And now being older and looking back at it, I'm man, I'm mind blown, and it's just it's just a sad. It, it it in my opinion, it's the saddest death we've had in sports history. Moving on to number two, we got of course the fact that Kobe's a five time champion: two thousand, two thousand and one, two thousand and two, two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. It's no debating that. Moving on to number one, the one everyone's been waiting for: Kobe Bryant. 81-point game versus the Raptors on January 22nd, 2006. 
when that game aired, I was of course insanely young, didn't watch the game. I've went back and watched it on Hardwood Classics. I've went back and watched it online. I'm absolutely mind blown by that game. They've thrown, they threw double teams, they threw triple teams, they threw all they could at Cobes, and Cobes still came out with 81 points, six rebounds, two assists, and three steals. Of course, behind Wilt's 100 point game, this is the best scoring performance in NBA history. And in my opinion, I think Kobe's 81 point game is more impressive than Wilt's 100 point game due to just the rules that were in when Kobe scored the 81 versus when Wilt scored his 100. But that's a whole different topic. To This episode is strictly to honor Cobes and his legacy and everything he left for the world, not just the basketball world, just the world in general. So thank you everybody for tuning in. This episode was real near and dear to my heart because for me growing up, Kobe Bryant was an idol and someone who I looked up to. My prayers go out to the Bryant family. And again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and all the support. What can I say? Mamba out.